Hey, True Crime Trucker fans, I have a special announcement. I'm giving away my True Crime Trucker podcast stickers for free. I've done away with my Patreon and have decided to give stickers out to anyone who would like them. All you have to do is reach out to me on social media. You can contact me through Facebook at the True Crime Truckers podcast group. You can send me an email at truecrimetruckerpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can send me a message on Instagram at michael.prit81. Just send me a message with your shipping address, and I will mail you out a couple of stickers along with a thank you card at no cost to you. Welcome to the True Crime Truckers Podcast. This podcast deals with true crime and subjects such as rape, murder, and sexual assault. This podcast may not be suitable for younger listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Tonight we have an unsolved abduction and murder case to discuss. This is going to be a shorter episode than I normally do. There has been a lot going on lately for me personally, and I haven't had the normal time to focus on the podcast. But I wanted to make sure that I released an episode on time for you loyal fans. In the near future, I will be able to focus more energy onto the show. So without further ado... Tonight, on the True Crime Truckers podcast, I bring you the case of Molly Bish. Molly Bish was born on August 2, 1983, to parents John and Maggie Bish. I couldn't find much about her life before the abduction, other than she grew up in Warren, Massachusetts, in rural Worcester County. In the summer of 2000, 16-year-old Molly Bish began working as a lifeguard at Commons Pond in Warren, Massachusetts. On June 26th, the day before Molly's disappearance, her mother Maggie saw a mustached man in a white car parked in the lot of the beach where Molly's lifeguard post was located. Although he seemed suspicious at the time, she thought no further about it until after Molly's disappearance. On June 27th, Maggie drove Molly to Commons Pond and dropped her off near the lifeguard station. Maggie reportedly saw no signs of the stranger from the previous day or his white sedan. 
However, another witness reported that he saw a man matching the stranger's description in the pond's parking lot just minutes before Molly arrived. A local worker also reported that he saw a similar car parked at a cemetery connected to the pond by a path. Maggie Bish was the last known person to see Molly before her disappearance. Several hours later, police contacted Molly's parents, informing them that no lifeguard had been on duty all day and that Molly's belongings had been left unattended at her station. An extensive search was immediately launched. It was to become the largest and most expensive search for a missing person ever undertaken in Massachusetts. Her case was profiled on numerous American television shows, such as Disappeared, America's Most Wanted, Unsolved Mysteries, and 48 Hours. Hunter had seen a blue bathing suit in the woods on Whiskey Hill in Palmer, Massachusetts, in the late fall of 2002. In May of 2003, he mentioned this to Tim McGillan, who contacted police. An intense search of the area soon located Molly's body. On June 9, 2003, Molly's body was found five miles from her family home. In 2004, Maggie and John Bish founded the Molly Bish Center and Foundation in collaboration with Anna Maria College. In 2005, a Connecticut resident charged with attempted kidnapping in Connecticut was briefly under investigation in connection with the case. In 2009, a new suspect was investigated, Rodney Stranger, a Florida resident convicted of murdering his girlfriend. He had lived in Southbridge, Massachusetts, which is a few miles from the town of Warren, for more than 20 years. Rodney moved to Florida a year after the Bish murder. Following the murder of Crystal Morrison, stranger's girlfriend of 20 years, Crystal's sister alerted the Massachusetts authorities. Stranger was known to have access to a white car similar to the one seen the day before Bish's disappearance. He was also known to fish in Commons Pond and hunt in the woods where Bish's body was found. In addition, Stranger closely matched the description provided by Maggie Bish of the man seen in the white sedan the day before Molly's disappearance. Stranger has not been charged in her case. In 2009, when Stranger was being investigated for the Bish murder, police also questioned him in connection with the 1993 murder of Holly Perinian, who went missing in Strubridge. Bish and Perinian were the same age in 1993, and Bish had written a letter of hope to Perinian's parents in 1993. Stranger was not charged in the case. 
In 2012, forensic evidence led authorities to name David Pulliat, who died in 2003, as a person of interest in the Perennian case. In November of 2011, Gerald Battistoni, a.k.a. Confidential Informant Number 62, for the Eastern Hampton County Narcotics Task Force, was named as a suspect in Bish's death by private detective Dan Malley of Massachusetts. Battistoni served time in prison for repeatedly raping a teenage girl in the early 1990s. He attempted suicide in prison after a newspaper article identified him as a potential suspect in the Bish and Perenins case. Battistoni, who had a criminal record dating back to 1980, had been in the area where Molly's body was found and resembles a composite sketch of the man Maggie saw in the parking lot the day before Molly disappeared. After Gerald Battistoni was named as a suspect, private detective Dan Malley and the Bish family asked for DNA testing to be done. Massachusetts State Police sent the DNA evidence to Texas. Gerald Battistoni died at Lemuel Shattuck Hospital in Jamaica Plain in November of 2014. There have been no arrests in the case as of June 2020. If you have any information in the abduction and murder of Molly Bish, contact the Worcester County Sheriff's Office at area code 508-854-1800. As always, you can contact me at truecrimetruckerpodcast at gmail.com or join the Facebook group at True Crime Trucker Podcast Group. You can also join Age of Radio's Facebook group at Addicted to Podcasting. This is a group dedicated to the show hosts and fans of Age of Radio shows. You can also visit my website at www.ageofradio.org slash true crime truckers slash there you can browse the bazaar where you can purchase items from our wonderful sponsors as well as browse other shows on the age of radio syndicate you can also find me on instagram at michael.prit81 i will return in two weeks with another case to present so until then stay safe